Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Edge Card, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake, and I am joined, as ever, by my good friend as and co-host, ever. Jordan. That's me. Jordan, as ever. That's what I've always called you. Yeah, that's Jordan. my uh, performer name. Jordan, my comma, name. as ever. Jordan, Honestly, as ever. that's not that bad. That's I feel like that's kind of a weird, like, high-concept stage name that would work. Jordan as ever. I mean, yeah, it, it's a little more high concept than Jordan forever, which is no, sure. just no. Which sounds more like uh, the documentary that they make about you at the end of your storied career as Jordan yes. as ever. It is Jordan mm. comma forever. Yes, but but the we're getting ahead four. of ourselves there. I have to first have a storied career. Uh, right, right. I mean, I feel like working on it. Working. I on have it. confidence in you. Yeah, yeah. This podcast is, is just the beginning. I'm telling stories yes. about it anyways. That's so. right. That's right. Uh, so today we are here not to talk about Jordan's storied career, but uh, instead about uh, video games uh, yeah. specifically. That was funny uh, because game. this is one of the more video gaming games we played. So that uh, little so? lilt mean, at the end, I think, was... It's pretty video video gamey. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. Like, uh, you, It's not a question. Some of the games we play, it is genuinely a question. Did we play a video game? Right. I don't right. think that's a question here. Sure, sure. Uh, so today we played uh, a game called The Legend of Bear Truck Trucker uh, by Captain Games, also known as uh, Justin Smith. Um, I was drawn to this game because... Justin Smith's uh, game Desert Golf or Desert Golfing, I think is the actual name, uh, and the sequel Golf on Mars are uh, two of my favorite uh, mobile games of all time. Some of the best mobile games of all time. So uh, he made a new game and tweeted about it, and I was like, I'm going to play that game. And uh, I'm glad that we did play this game because this game is not very much like Desert Golf, but it is very much... It is very much like a good video game, in my opinion. I think it's a fun, <laughs> it's a silly, funny uh, video game that I had a great time with. Uh, how about you, Jordan? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I um, I do. I will say, uh, it ended up being much deeper than I thought it would be. So I didn't, uh, I didn't scratch, um, I didn't go as deep as I think uh, I would like to. Uh, but I did, uh, mm-hmm. you know, do the thing I do. Of making sure to watch a playthrough of someone else beating uh, it. So, classic Jordan. It does. It does have an end state. Like there will be a. Oh, it does. A little card that says, "You congratulations, you finished." Oh, um, I didn't get there, but I'm excited. Oh no! To, yeah, it's it's long. It would take you a while to get there. Yeah, it's one of those games where when by the time I had been like, well, that's enough for the podcast. I wasn't ready to be done with it. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, I want to yeah, go totally. back and and play some more. So yeah, and I, uh, think w- I also at least for me it seems like a great game to like play 20 or 30 minutes a day you know yeah honestly i was like a little bit here and there i'm sad this game isn't on a phone because i feel like it would be a great game to like play for a few minutes on my phone and then come back to later i think a touch screen might be hard to well it might work see i don't i don't i don't think so i think well once you get um i think you might have to like uh like once you get uh cruise control sure i feel like with the cruise control on this game would be extremely playable on a phone uh 
because all you really need to do is you know like set what gear you're in get the car moving and have a, a big button for the brake you know what i mean yeah um i, I mean i was just- i was more thinking on like you know finally uh stacking stuff in your truck but i think you know yeah you it's, e- it's easy screen it's easy to be too precious about uh right right min max also stuff in your truck right and i also don't want to try and be like it would be easy to put this game on phones uh you know i don't really know how easy or hard it would be but i do know (laughs) that if it was on a phone i would gladly buy it again and play it again uh which we should mention this game is four dollars on itch.io i know really breaking the bank yeah but uh you know i i would say i got my four dollars worth and i intend to play more I mean, um, that is infinity more than the last game we played, right? So it's pretty yeah, pricey. Yeah, it's infinity more than a lot of the games that we play <laughs> for this podcast. Uh, but we should talk about what the concept of this game is, which uh, is that you are a bear driving a truck uh, and hauling goods around Idaho and selling them. And that's the game. Yes. So thanks for listening. Tell the people about no, <laughs> Um yeah so so basically i mean i think there's some some kind of funny lore about like maybe the apocalypse happened and uh well the h page uh, does of, say it's post-apocalypse idaho so oh there you go <laughs> so so the apocalypse happened but for some reason idaho is unaffected uh and so you drive well, around I don't know. To, maybe bears specifically are unaffected oh interesting Maybe. yeah that is true we don't see a lot of uh you don't actually see the, the only... faces of the people you're selling to you don't know who you're selling to so right right we don't see many many living beings only a few uh and then also um yeah like you mentioned they're they're you don't ever see the faces of the who whomever is are buying the goods that you're selling <laughs> uh but you do see occasionally there will be like population signs and they do seem very low so i don't know um (laughs) so this 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 game is interesting because so i i i was gonna say i grew up in utah but i also still live in utah uh, and i have family in idaho so i have driven through southern idaho to boise like dozens of times throughout my life uh to go like visit my grandma and my aunts and uncles that live up in boise uh and so uh, a fun aspect of this game is that i have either like driven through or eaten at the McDonald's in several of the, of the <laughs> yeah, towns. Dude, the, I think the, the map of Idaho is fairly faithful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cities yeah. are placed correctly relative to their location in the state. So <laughs> I, right, was, right. I was impressed by that. Uh, that was, that was funny. Um, yeah. Although there is no Boise, right? I didn't see Boise and I, I mean, I didn't go, I went all the way to the west and um, and I went a little bit north, but then I kind of turned around. So uh, maybe it's possible they put it a little too far north or something. But it seems like no, there's I, no. Boise. I never, I never saw, I never saw it. Um, yeah, you know, go through all these uh, towns that I, I, you know, know and have been through. I, there, there are a few that I, uh, you know, that you drive through on the, uh, you know, on I-15 up from. Uh, from utah to uh idaho that they didn't have you know where's where's snowville you know they did have burley which uh many a time we used to we used to sometimes in the summers it would be like oh we're gonna exchange kids for like a a week or two so like uh you know my sister would go up and hang out in uh in boise and then like one of my cousins would come down and hang out in utah 
uh, and we would meet somewhere in the middle. So we'd meet in like Snowville or Burley to <laughs> exchange children. <laughs> wow. That's so uh-huh. funny. Dude, yeah. There, so, there's so there's also, this, yeah, there's some like, uh, some, I would say Idaho deep cuts, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, like yes. little, little towns that you would assume are Nampa. not real. Yeah. Nampa is a good, I'm pretty sure I've been out to Nampa before. Mountain Melba home. I've is, been there. I've been to Mountain Home. My uncle lives close to near Mountain <laughs> oh. There are a few towns <laughs> that I don't know if they're real or not, but uh, I'm it seems almost like they certain are. these are all real towns. Fruitland is? Uh, I'm pretty sure Fruitland is. Um, they, oh, they've yep, got it all is. Be, yeah, it I was gonna. I, I, I was saying like uh, uh, the vast majority of that, or like not the vast majority. There are enough of them that I recognize that I don't know why any of them would be fictional. I mean, it would be funny um, if there's just like one fictional one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they they had they had Moscow, which is always fun. Yeah, Moscow. Uh, my cousin used to live out there. He might still live out there. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want anyway, to, yeah, not to get to <laughs> yeah, I probably, I probably shouldn't make this whole uh, podcast about, about, like, about the state of Idaho, my various yeah, cousins and where they live. But I do think that that was a really fun part of the game for me to be basically doing road trips through, uh, places that I have yeah. road trip through many times in my life. Um, and also it just kind of adds sort of like a funny, uh, I think it has the element of driving through. I mean, I don't know how relatable this experience is, but driving through, you know, uh, states in the American West where there's a bunch of these random little small towns along the highway with strange names uh, that you drive <laughs> that you drive <laughs> through, um, you know, to get here or there, uh, and to have those be like, you know, varying uh uh degrees of like oh i can go make somebody got to get out to featherville to uh to make uh, some some fat money on these uh on these stacking chairs or something <laughs> uh, i do think that kind of like adds to the absurd comedy of this game uh, of which there is a lot of absurd <laughs> absurd yeah the we game. so we didn't go all the way in detail in the the sort of right uh, mechanics right. of this game but on the topic of absurd comedy so the mm-hmm. the sort of um the the sort of actual moment to moment gameplay is you uh you're trying to fit as much stuff in your truck as you can afford and as you can fit and um and there is a kind of uh you know simple physics 2d physics simulation so there is a you know, like many uh, 2D physics simulations, there is uh, quite a lot of comedy in the in seeing everything, you know, stacked on top of each other in uh, in your truck. And uh, also the the way that you move stuff around is with the your bear's comically elastic arm. Yeah, um, stretchy, which, sticky arm hand. Which can only uh, interface with objects from one point of contact at a time, which makes mm. it... Uh, also adds quite a lot of comedy because they're like, you know, it's hard to do. So they're often like zipping around in circles or not having quite the alignment you want them to have. Right. Um, right. If you forget so to turn should... on the e-brake, you will also start zipping around your truck. Oh my God. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> Took me a second to get used to, but yeah, right, I think right. that the, the entire sort of, um, uh, the, the physics of the game are very comical as well. Uh, clearly. Right. Right. That's, that's so we point. should, um, uh, maybe like sort of plan or not plan out, talk out exactly 
uh, how it works. So basically you start in the town of Juniper again, town I've driven through many times, uh, in Southern Idaho and, uh, you have a certain amount of money and you can drive into, uh, I, I don't even know. It's like a garage, kind of some kind of garage store. Maybe a warehouse is the, they, the it says uh, warehouse what it's supposed to be. One of them, oh, yeah. does it? Okay, yeah. great. Um, so you drive into a little warehouse and you use your money to buy whatever items you see fit. And then you use your big, long, stretchy bear arm, which is <laughs> controlled with a mouse. And you grab that thing and grab all your stuff and put it in the back of your truck. And then uh, you can consult the map to um drive to another town and then uh there is a driving mechanic uh where you basically just have gas and brakes and then you have uh, a, a simplified gear shift you have uh, reverse neutral and gears one two and three and so you know uh gear one is better for you know climbing up hills you don't go fast but you're climbing up hills gear two is kind of the medium and then gear three is if you're on flat ground you'll go really fast uh well in Um, my experience it's a gear three almost all the time but yes (laughs) oh really (laughs) yeah i was almost see once you get yeah i think i think this might be uh something where because you didn't go further north uh further north uh, the the terrain the terrain gets pretty intense and if you're going first of all if you're on three you're just not going to be able to make it through some of the levels and also you can get yourself in some bad situations where you are hauling ass and like (laughs) smack into stuff and all your shit goes flying and you can you can lose all of it because uh, another um element is that there's these sort of like uh rocky passes where there will be a warning sign and Mm -hmm. um and there's a visual distinction between the the normal terrain uh of you know rolling brown or green hills and then these sort of like rocky passes and if normally if if uh something falls out of the back of your truck because another thing that we maybe didn't make clear is that uh as you're driving around physics is still acting on the objects in the back of your truck yeah so Uh, so they'll just just fly out yeah yeah they'll just they'll just fly out if you don't have them uh, packed in there properly um and uh, if they fall out on normal ground, then they'll just hit the ground. You got to stop the car and use your stretchy bare hand to uh, grab them and put them back in there. Uh, but if they fall out on this sort of like rocky, dangerous road, they will just fall off of the world and you won't have them anymore, which I for a long time, I didn't know what that what those uh, rocky areas. Uh, yeah, same. Like, I didn't what it actually meant until it happened. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize until I lost a saxophone. Uh, oh, until so uh, you, you lost? Know, That's funny. Let me tell you, it didn't feel great. I think I lost I something w- trivial. It was like a fish or something. Oh, I was very excited to uh, sell that saxophone. It, those fish are underrated because those things, you can get them for really cheap and you can sell them for 10 times what you bought them for if you yeah. if you, if you know where to go, which actually is a, a you know plays really well into what the other main mechanic is, which is that uh, different towns... Um, buy and sell different goods uh so you can only get certain well i don't think there are any goods that are like or there aren't many goods that are totally exclusive uh but when you roll into a town they'll be selling a certain uh uh certain goods at a certain price and then they will be buying certain goods for certain prices as well so kind of what you're doing in this game is trying to buy something for cheap and then find a town where you can sell it for significantly yeah, more than you bought it for. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and 
at first it's a little bit hard because you haven't been to that many towns so it kind of behooves you to just like drive around to as many towns as possible without trying to haul stuff because the more you try and haul stuff the more like conscious you have to be of uh you know you can't just put the car in third gear and haul ass (laughs) between towns you actually have to like try and not drop stuff so you can sell it um but yeah eventually you can uh you can make money you can upgrade your truck there's there's a Ida home, which is a little house that you can buy with ten thousand yeah. dollars, which is a lot that of money. Is, that is how you win. win. That's how you end. Okay, so That's that the, is the, the end. end state. Yeah. Yeah, the end state is you buy yourself a little homestead and settle down. Yeah, it'll give you a little report of your 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 game. It'll be like the n- number of miles you drove, the amount of money you spent, the nice, nice. average uh, profit per sale or something like that. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's, so there's uh, another little element, which is that um, as you are driving into towns, whoever is in those warehouses, which again, you don't really see, will uh, sometimes comment about uh, what you have in the back of your car. So they'll say yeah. like, Oh, uh, you've got a uh, root beer in the back of your car. Ah, uh, no one uh no one south of here is gonna buy that root beer yeah no one east of of, here will buy that toilet i was told many times right so (laughs) you kind of get hints about uh what direction to go to try and find someone who will buy the item you have uh because when i started this game it's just like buy the most expensive thing i can afford and then try and figure out where to sell it that is often not that good of an idea because you'll <laughs> yeah, end up with totally. a with a bulky item. Uh, I had some stackable chairs that I had for probably twenty minutes because I yeah. just couldn't find anywhere that would buy them, and or anywhere that would buy them where I'd be making enough profit for it to have been worth it. And the longer that I had them in my car the, or in my truck, the more it was like, well, I really got to find somewhere where they're uh, where I can make money on these things so I can buy something more expensive. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a delicate balancing act, both literally and figuratively. Kind of like, uh, uh, I see. you do see. But um, yeah, so clever, the, huh? it was a little bit, um, so yeah, totally had a similar experience of, uh, you know, you're kind of just flailing around early on of like, you know, buying random things without rhyme or reason. And uh, mm. I didn't really realize the vastness of the game early on it kind of felt like it was going to be more of a like you know quick playthrough type game you know you try to get as much money as possible in 50 days or something but no it is much more like um it's much more like uh it, it behooves you to spend some time just straight up exploring like literally just uh right because anytime you visit a new town you anytime you look at the map again you can see everything that that town uh will purchase not what it sells just what it'll purchase um right uh, right and the prices it'll uh purchase them for so then what you know after you've explored you know some critical mass of towns uh, it becomes much more um uh much easier to to be planning out what you'll what you'll buy another thing i'm i'm not super sure about but my sense was that uh there were items maybe not all items and maybe not like strictly so but they seem to be kind of regionally specific like uh Mm. you travel further west you're i mean it's a little bit it seems like price is part of the the issue like you go west stuff's more expensive you go north stuff's more expensive but i Mm -hmm. if that is in fact the case it was sort of a nice um 
it sort of made it so you could be buying and selling as you explore because you kind of naturally the stuff mm. around you is more likely to be a place you can sell uh, sell the stuff yeah i don't know i don't know what to what degree that is true or untrue i, um, I mean it also, definitely it definitely is at least a little bit true because you know you're not encountering any of the big big ticket items in right, the first right, in the first right. few cities at, at the very right. least yeah and uh, i was also curious if there's any sort of randomness uh, i was as well game. i meant to go back and check but i didn't <laughs> yeah yeah i'd be i'd be curious to know if uh like what items spawn in what places or the prices uh, are different but but one thing i do want to note is that uh the prices are not static the more you sell an item to uh like for example for me in idaho was it idaho falls i want to say uh the ottomans were worth a lot of money so i like kind of my early way of making money was just go find as many ottomans as i can buy them for 60 to 80 bucks and then go sell them for you know 180 but the more i sold to whatever town it was that paid me 180 you know the price started dropping down to you know like yeah uh 170 165 and then eventually down to like 120 and then at that point there was another town where they were you know i could get more money for them i wonder if it ever Um, goes back up like if you don't sell them for enough time yeah i'd be I'd be curious because I assume it's there's some sort of like simulation of, you know, scarcity or whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, the more you have of a of an object, the I mean, the less it could also just it. be like a multiplier or something like. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Um, there's many but, things but there is. Be. I'm very curious. It is, you know, it's a sign of a of an intriguing simulation that I want to know what it is. You know, I'm like, what is right, the right. underlying logic uh, for price right, calculations of, in this game? part of what makes it fun is that it's the game doesn't make any effort to explain it to you uh you know it's it's part of the the fun of playing it it's just kind of experiencing uh you know the weirdness and trying to make sense of it but not too much sense of it you know what i mean sure um totally so uh yeah it's it's enjoyable there there's also some some weird sort of side objectives that uh that you'll run into. I know there's at least one that both of us ran into. Yeah, there's. So uh, if you go to the southern end of the map, there's a little town. I forget exactly what it's called, but something Nevada. Nevada. It's like Good Fortune, Nevada, or yeah, it's called like Lucky ja- Lucky Jackpot, Chance, Nevada, or something. Jackpot. Like that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Lucky Jackpot, Nevada, or something like that. And um, and if you go there there's uh someone asking you to help them with their kickstarter to create a dome to protect the town or something like that so Mm -hmm. uh and it expires on day 100 so i don't actually know what happens i guess do you know what happened when it expired i do i do know what happens did you successfully Uh, kickstart it i did i gave them a hundred dollars and then i left and then came back after day 100 and they built a little dome and there were i forget what there were some animals in there <laughs> um, hopping around and they gave me a bunch of free items oh, uh, nice. and actually that was one of the first items i lost was they gave me a painting and i couldn't for the life of me find where to sell a painting and then uh, the painting fell off my truck and uh, oh, so sad. to this day I, I don't know how much we're uh, my my secret hope was to make enough money to buy the house and then put my painting in the house but oh, at the time sure. i didn't i didn't know that you could just leave items so this is another element which is that 
if you go to a warehouse and uh, you drag an item out of your truck into the warehouse and it's not an item they're looking to buy, then they'll just be like, oh, I don't want that, but you can store it here for later, I guess. And if you come back, it'll, it'll still be, be there. there. And well, in fact, my I'm pretty sure that uh, stuff is persistent everywhere in the world because I dropped, right, right. I, I dropped a cone on the road and did not feel mm-hmm. like going back for it because I was I had reached a point where I was just kind of exploring rather than trying to get money. And uh, right. I wrote, went back on that road like, you know, 20 minutes later. I was like, oh, yeah, there's that cone I dropped. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times I uh, ran into coconuts that I left there yes, on previous that's true. passes Coconuts through. are every, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, coconuts are kind of the, uh, I think they're sort of the uh, bail you out if you're totally broke item, yep. uh, which is that many of the shops just have them sitting around for free. Uh, and also they'll fall out of the sky or they'll just be like sitting <laughs> around somewhere. Um so they're they're nice in that they can give you money if you're really strapped for it, but they are a huge pain in the ass to move around because they just they're I think they're the only object that is like totally round. Uh, so they are just impossible to keep in your truck. They just roll around yeah. and fly everywhere, uh, which yep. uh, again adds to the the like goofy comedic charm of this game is that you've got like uh, you know items piled stacked high in the back of your truck and then you know a coconut flies i had one time where a coconut flew out of the sky and perfectly landed on the top of my stack and then just like didn't move at all and was like stuck there <laughs> because wow. it like landed because it like landed in the corner of like some objects i had like really um you can you can uh you can kind of like jam objects in there they have friction so uh for example one of the easiest things to kind of like uh finagle into a position where you can kind of get it jammed in there are the chairs because they yeah, they're yeah. uh stiff and they don't have any joints uh of, yes chairs know, are good gonna, and like, they have a lot of they have a lot of nooks and crannies so there's always something you yeah. can stick them on so you can kind of like you can kind of like prop the bottom of a chair against the bottom of another chair and sort of like get it so that they interlock and you can kind of like lock stuff into the back of your yep, truck yep, yep, yep. uh doing that uh, which, which I think is really fun. It adds a surprising amount of uh, depth, uh, but also just like absurdity to the uh, yeah. to the fact that you just like you have this truck that you're just like piling shit high on, and then you're like trying to like uh, game the physics to like make sure there's enough friction that stuff just doesn't move. And sometimes that happens kind of like uh, serendipitously, like not on purpose. You'll just like kind of get stuff to a point where it's like jammed in the back of your truck. And that is great. Cause then you can just put it in third gear and haul ass from town to town yep, without yep. worrying about stuff flying out until you inevitably jostle everything hard enough by going too fast that it actually knocks it loose and everything yeah. goes. Flying. Well, and also you got to un- unload, you know, if it's too big, then right. you got to unload when you reach the warehouse. Right. Right. So, and and that actually is another mechanic, which is that uh, as you get later in the game, some of the items are really heavy, uh, and your engine won't be able to go up hills if you have too much heavy stuff. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The physics. There's like a a surprising amount of depth to the the physics. It's like everything has. You know, it's not just fixed. It is like dynamic based on right a lot of variables. Right, right. Yeah, I think earlier you said it was kind of like a, a simple 2D physics, and I almost was like, oh, I disagree, but I figured we'd talk about it later. And so, yeah, here we are. I mean, I do think that the uh, the physics system, it, it seems very simple on its face, um, but it, it does lead to some pretty fun 
interactivity uh, as you try and test the limits of of your your goofy little truck and uh, how much uh, shit you can carry and also like how much of a risk you want to take because you can just kind of like play safely uh, never load stuff over the edges of your truck and uh, you know just kind of make a make a humble living driving around Idaho <laughs> but it is it is pretty fun to like try and jam a bunch of shit in there actually the it, it this game reminded me a weird amount of death stranding oh my god yes. obviously <laughs> I totally a very different that. game but like death stranding has a very similar thing of uh, like, that's hey, man, why you, you liked can, it so much yeah just, like hey man you can pack all this shit on here and uh like technically you can still go it's gonna make your journey like a pain in the ass probably or it could be awesome and you could make a lot of money or have a lot of success turns out blake's uh, favorite game genre is shipping sim <laughs> yeah my my favorite game genre is like finicky moving stuff from place to place uh <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't say Death Stranding is like a favorite of mine. I think I liked it more than a lot of people <laughs> liked that game. And I also think my favorite part of that game is a lot of other people's least favorite part, but that's beside the point. Uh, I just, I, I kept coming back to the Death Stranding comparison as I'm like, you know, there's there's one moment where I had a, a really heavy object. It's a TV. Uh, you can get like you find uh, once you get up into northern Idaho, there's like these up and in, up into the sawtooths, you know, uh, there there are places that sell these TVs and they're like kind of an old like CRT. They might not even be CRT. They might be like OG uh, like magnetic tube TVs, magnetic tube. Is that the right thing? I don't remember. Whatever, whatever Cathode the first ray tube. What? yeah that's right cathode yeah yeah the old the old yes. no is that right no that's computers i don't remember anyway it's an old <laughs> ass tv that's very heavy um and there was a moment where i had been going slowly because i was crossing over uh one of the like mountainous areas where if your stuff drops off it's gone forever and then on the other side of that there was a hill that was steep enough that you kind of had to have some speed and even putting in first gear like my engine wasn't strong enough so I was basically having to like reverse down the back of uh, down the hill until I scoop up and come back up the other side and try and get enough momentum and switch gears to going forward. Uh, and I, what I ended up having to do is like unload the TV, like get far enough on the other side that I could use my big long extendo arm to like put the TV safely on the oh other my side God. <laughs> and then like <laughs> go back. And that was a very like death stranding moment for me of like god damn it i why can't i just fucking go like two in if i like 10 feet in front of me and i'm good to go <laughs> and i just can't make it so instead i have to you know spend forever like unloading everything and doing it one at a time uh and i was like ah yes this game is good <laughs> that was that was the moment they did it for you huh <laughs> uh it, yeah it was one of the moments where i was like uh-huh this this game's this game's got the stuff uh incredible incredible mm -hmm. um okay so here's one thing i as someone who played this game more than i did did you find right. this noah's ark thing that is yes in i did find the noah's ark uh, okay what is that about it's it so uh it's in fruitland which is the furthest west town oh i actually uh, discovered fruitland i just didn't go there uh yeah if you go to fruitland uh there's a there's a person with an ark 
or there's somebody with an arc actually have you seen in the in the garages you know how there will be like the little hole with the two red eyes and if you like click your hand on it the two red eyes disappear it's one of those uh did you did you not did you not ever see that? I don't know that I ever saw that. I mean, I, there oh, are like little bugs and critters in the yeah, warehouses. Yeah, there's like there's like lizards and spiders. And if you try and grab them, if you try and click They'll on move them, move around. Hand, yeah. Like, yeah, scurry out of the way. But there's one where it's like it looks like a little mouse hole with a two ah, red eyes. Interesting. And no, if you I click on it, then the little red eyes go away. Anyway, there's one of those in an arc, and they say, "Bring me." Uh, or they're like, "Oh, when the shit hits the fan, I'm out of here. I'm floating away in my arc." Uh, bring and then it says like bring uh, 20 distinct items to fill the arc or something so I haven't actually done that yet it's one of the things I want to go back and do sure you just oh have my to, god that's that's know. so great though because it's like they're a, a prepper so it's uh, right. it's you know keeping with the Idaho theme it's I love it right right and i'm i really want to know what happens if you get them all in there because there's yeah totally. uh, it's kind of like the 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 nevada 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 kickstarter where you uh, um you know get a fun little reward for uh doing something so i kind of want to see what the reward is for that um, yeah for sure yeah i'm curious maybe it just yeah. is a big pile of money maybe it's just a big pile of money it, it very well could be uh my my tendency is to think that it's something much sillier and more fun than that but i could be wrong i think you're probably um, correct all right i want to know jordan what was your best uh like ratio of buy purchase price to sell price for an item oh i have absolutely no clue i oh really yeah i what I was mean, like what was like did you have like a, a solid uh like something that was some good consistent well, money i nah no because i i didn't stay anywhere very long i was trying to i ended up being more curious about like what is in all the places and just like sure. tried to go to as many towns as possible i mean i i think it may be a little bit misleading because i do think there were some pretty big margins on some early game things like i feel yeah. like you could get 50 yeah. percent profit on some things early on but yeah uh, I, I could get 200 percent on some stuff early on oh really more yeah, yeah i was uh -huh. not really paying very close attention to how much profit i was making so yeah although I, I do the... remember seeing that the uh the playthrough i watched so they they bought the house in it was like four and a half hours and their oh, okay. uh, average profit was something like um or average uh, sell price was something like 130 percent so they were like 30 percent profit something like that so i nice. i do think it is you know plausible to get a something like that consistently yeah uh, well let me let me tell you my my highest margin is uh orders of, and at least an order of magnitude higher than that <laughs> higher like so, you were getting 10 times what you purchased it for uh i think I if if my calculations are correct, uh, I I sold one item for fifty eight times what I bought it for. Wow! What what was the item? What did you buy it for? Uh, I bought I had two durians, which durians you can only get by traveling like way the hell up north, uh. um, into like the northern reaches, and then uh, I so like. There are a few items you 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 only start to see once you get like way up north. TVs yeah, are yeah. one of them, and durians are another. So I bought uh, a TV, and then I bought two durians. I think I actually bought one of them for it was like five or ten dollars, and then the other one was three dollars. Um, 
and then I just kept ended up keeping them in my truck forever because up north they don't sell for anything. Uh, and I was kind of like, uh, uh, well, I bet you somewhere back da- down south I can tell it. So I was looking in the map. This is another thing that's really useful. Uh, in the map, uh, it will display a dollar sign on towns where an item that is in your truck can be yeah. sold for more than what you bought it for. Yeah, that is super um, handy. So it is really handy to just have like a shortcut of like, I don't even need to look at towns that don't have this dollar sign on them because either I can't sell the item or I can sell it for less than what I bought it for. Um, So I was just kind of clicking around and I think it was Idaho Falls I looked and my TV, which I bought for, I want to say 250 was worth $837. Nice. And my durians, which I bought for uh, $10 or less were worth $173. (laughs) incredible wow that, what a and that so i did that in on. one stop i made like i made like 1200 bucks uh huh. in one stop which and you know admittedly i'd been carrying around these items for like 30 minutes while i was sure. like exploring the north i mean that's uh, that's it, yeah i mean that's kind yeah, of the strategy pretty good i mean to, i guess i was so that's actually interesting because something i was wondering is why make it so that you don't have any existing information uh about um about uh what's being bought and sold like you know towns you haven't explored right. you, you know, have to you know go nothing to the town. you have to go to the town mm-hmm. and i was just sort of thinking about the design decision not like in a uh critical way just sort of like what's the the reason there and i think that experience you had is exactly the reason right that sort of like right. serendipitous moment is uh right. is a is a result of the um you know the sort of stumbling around uh, looking for a place that'll buy your durians. Right. Uh, and it, it was kind of like why I bought the durian. It's like, oh, I haven't seen that before. I bet you in the towns early in the game, that would be worth a lot. And uh, I mean, even even in um, in some of the some of the other towns nearby, it was like worth like 90. And so I was about to sell it for 90. Uh, and then I was like, well, I should check the map just to see if it's if I can squeeze even a little bit more money out of it. And then it was like 173. Holy shit. So I got to go back. So wait, so something that occurs to me. So if you discover a new item that you hadn't seen before, but then uh-huh. will the towns you've already visited, is there a chance that they will update what they're buying? So I'm, I'm pretty sure here's my guess as to how it works. My guess is that every town has a price set for what they will pay for every item. Uh, but you don't see the price for that item until you buy it and have it in your truck. So it won't show up. Well, wait, that's, that's not, sh- I've definitely seen stuff that they say they'll buy that I have not encountered yet. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Maybe that you haven't right. even that you haven't even seen in the shop. Um, in I guess I town. don't know that for sure. I, I don't think my you guess. You, maybe it's like you have to have guess, seen it for sale is the yeah, prompt. Yeah, I think you probably have to have uh, seen it for sale. That could be right. Uh, because, uh, yeah, obviously, like I did not know there was a durian in the game until I had seen yeah, one and exactly. bought it. And then at that point, it was like looking at the town. It was like, holy shit, that's worth way, way, way more than I bought it for. Yeah. But um, do you have to, do you have to, so if you go, so you don't have to then visit Idaho Falls to see the, the, no, the no, price. I could see it from the map. Uh, okay. So the, the update, right. it will show you. Okay. That's interesting. Right. Huh. Right. right. 
Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. Um, it's fun because you know what a fun surprise to be like, yeah. ah, yes, this thing that I've been hauling around forever, and the durians are not that easy to haul around because they're they're not quite uh, the same as the uh, um, the coconuts, but they are like ovoid. They're oval shaped, so they they do yeah. roll around a bit, and they're kind of like not super convenient to have packed in your truck. Uh, but yeah, it's, it was pretty gratifying to have uh, kept them in my truck for so long and <laughs> be able to sell them for that much. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a nice, uh, you know, power fantasy moment, you know, like video games are meant for. Okay, this took a turn. <laughs> yeah, you get a power fantasy from making uh, transportation-based profits. I get my rocks off by selling durians for <laughs> a high price. Markup, dude. That's that's uh-huh. uh, what gets Blake going. It really does. I um, really, among everyone I know, you were the one who is just most enthusiastic about capital yeah, I gains. Love, I, I love our uh, our economy and how it works and the things <laughs> it incentivizes. This is it, this is good to me, and I like it and like to think about it. I mean, it frankly, definitely if, doesn't fill me with existential dread. <laughs> if if our economy was modeled uh, more like uh, bear based trucking, I think it would yeah. only be for the better. I think I think we could all do uh, to, you know, think about bear based trucking a little more. You know, <laughs> I can get behind that. Now, that's a mm-hmm. message I can get behind. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's your platform right um, there. We haven't we, we haven't talked about a few. Uh weird little elements like the fact that uh $1 bills and very just rarely $2 bills just fall yes. from the sky and you can uh reach out with your little bare hand and grab them while you're driving around which is uh I think uh, a fun little distraction and also uh an enticing little trick to get you to not pay attention to uh the road you're driving on and oh, accidentally sure. crash sometimes is uh it's it's kind of like the uh, twister uh, not twister crystal lizards and dark souls like you're like oh a crystal lizard i gotta chase it before it disappears and then it's like sometimes chasing that like, crystal oh. lizard is uh-huh. much worse than uh you know having to come back on a different life and uh, get it once you already know where it is and where it's gonna run to uh sure uh, i definitely had a few times where i was like oh a shiny dollar and then like hit a pothole and all my shit flew <laughs> off my truck oh that's funny <laughs> devious even. um yeah and then and then another fun thing you can do with the uh with uh your little bare hand while you're driving is that you can just hold items in the back of your car <laughs> with the hand yeah yeah uh, i did that a little bit you can you can just uh hold them in place that way yeah it definitely it actually feels looks like very, it looks like uh it felt very much like someone trying to move you know like uh-huh. got your hand out the window trying to hold the thing yep. on your on your yep. roof it, in place it feels it feels exactly like that like idea of uh um i've got something tied to the roof and uh i yep, didn't really yep. tie it down properly so i'm holding on to it for dear life while i drive around 100 uh, percent. yeah it, it it definitely had that feeling i thought that was very funny and again it's one of those things that like it's like oh well i can just hold it up there that's how i'll keep this thing in and i feel like it can uh, it can definitely lead to trouble more than it can actually help you at times because yeah. uh the physics of your 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 little bear arm is extremely strong strong like you can flip your whole truck with that thing in fact even when it's you fully have loaded to sometimes <laughs> yeah you have to if you accidentally uh try and load it up too much and you flip your truck upside down you got to grab it with your own arm and flip it which the the you know the real world physics of that maybe don't check out but uh but it is very funny to watch yeah that's that's the part of the game that broke the immersion for you 
Was, I mean, the immersion was never broken to me. This this <laughs> bear trucker exists in their own bear trucking world, uh, doing whatever they bear trucking please. Whatever the you know bear what I mean? truck they want. Exactly. See, you get it. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, any other thoughts? Um, about I mean, game? the one other thing is, I'm very curious what the big crater is. Uh, maybe this is the apocalypse. I never went to the big crater. Uh, you can't actually um, go there. I drove around it. Uh, there was right. never. I never like. I drove a full circle around it. And never saw a, a prompt to yeah. to drive. I'm to curious it. if it's just like a reference to whatever sort of apocalypse. Or honestly, I'm like, wait, is there an actual like crater? That's another thing that occurred in to me. Idaho, or is there like a volcano or something? I don't. I don't actually know or remember. Um. Oh my god, I just remembered Oh man, this game is great. I just remembered <laughs> one of my probably my favorite moment of playing this whole game. Uh should, do you want to hear about it? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, um I was so I don't know how exactly oh, I got wait, this wait, impression. Wait, Blake, the crater yes. is where Boise is. That does make sense. It's because it look, Idaho close. City, Nampa. That's Boise. Oh right, my God. Right. <laughs> yep. That makes sense. Oh, that's yep, so yep. funny. And Mountain Home is down to the south. Yep. That that totally tracks. That's so hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. Oh yeah, because Nampa's out where the Air Force Base is, huh? What a gag. What a gag. Uh, out by Nampa is where I used to go shoot guns in the desert with my uh, with my uncle. You know. Ooh, that's nice. that's the weird thing about idaho just like go you just drive out until you're like yeah there's probably no people around here then you put up some like targets and shoot at them wild anyway um <laughs> uh so uh i don't know exactly how i got this impression but i got the impression that the game would end on day uh 365 which we haven't mentioned that much that there's there's like a day uh like a time system uh, that kind of just like counts down. I think it's about a minute or 30 seconds per, it's probably a minute per day, uh, that a little timer that is always running, which, uh, no, doesn't pause when you're, uh, you know, in the shops or moving stuff around. It's just always running. Um, oh, but huh. anyway, I, I, for some reason got the impression that on day 365, uh, like the apocalypse was finally going to come for Idaho and uh and that's when the game was going to end and so uh the 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 idea was to the goal was to try and make enough money to buy the house before then uh so i had been doing a bunch of stuff in the game had made quite a bit of money uh this was right after i had just uh made i had gone up north and then made it back down south to sell my durian and tv so i had like 1700 1800 bucks and i'm like well this is probably as much money as i'm going to make before the end of the game so i'm just going to try and drive all the way north and see what happens uh and then as i'm like hauling ass along the highway in like some of the southern towns suddenly out of nowhere my car just stops and all the shit flies out and i've i've hit a goat with my truck <laughs> and it, it is a live goat and then oh i just God. grab that i grab that goat i put it in the back of the truck and that's my goat now oh <laughs> so, my god from that point on i'm like well i'm at the end of the game baby i'm just gonna drive up to the north with my goat in the truck so i'm just rolling around with a goat and uh i i, you, I think you mentioned you probably picked up the fish before yes and the fish times. i don't know if you noticed but the fish is still alive like his tail will periodically like oh flip back and forth. it was like flipping kind of around i thought it was just a physics thing but that makes no sense. it's not just physics it, it does uh. that and the goat does the same thing but with its legs like it'll kind of just like wiggle its legs now and again oh no so basically i've got the, the goat 
remote upside down in the back of the truck and it occasionally will like bleat uh and then it's like legs will move so it'll like kick shit out of the back of my truck as i'm driving (laughs) and i'm just trying to get as far north as i can before uh it gets to 365 days uh and actually i ended up getting there slightly after and yeah you can you can keep going after 360 365 days but way up north do you want to know what's up there yeah it might be kind of a spoiler oh yeah Uh, there is so there's a really there's a long stretch of like really treacherous road that it's hard to haul shit up it's 178 miles uh which like most of the towns are like 30 to 50 miles and then some of the further stretches are like 70 or 80 miles so 178 miles and you get up there and there's a shop where they will buy anything uh and i think they will buy it for like the highest price possible uh because uh that actually ended up being where i sold my goat uh which i felt very sad about and i actually might go back up and buy my goat back and and take it back and no go for the money for my home yeah well see the thing was is like that moment of just like driving through this like stretch of road that's uh you know right by right near where you start so it's one of the first towns you went through so i've driven back and forth through there many times and so i just wasn't really thinking anything about it had the car in third gear just hauling ass uh and then i just smack this goat uh was a great moment and it actually reminded me of one of my favorite things uh about desert golf uh, which that's a very different game than this where basically it's a procedurally generated desert uh, and you're just hitting a golf ball and into holes and nothing really seems to happen you're kind of just hitting the ball and then another hole spawns and then another hole spawns and occasionally you'll see a cactus and it's like oh shit there's a cactus or uh-huh. every once in a while there'll be a little mountain you're like holy shit a mountain and then after a while you'll be like oh wow the color of the sand is a different color it's slowly been changing and i didn't notice uh and uh to me the goat reminded me like oh yeah just like desert golf when you suddenly have uh, a moment where y- you you think you know exactly what this game is and all the little tricks it's gonna pull but then out of nowhere <laughs> just smack into a fucking goat uh i loved that so um, yeah that that is great yeah. i mean that's 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 super fun yeah i'm curious if the goat is a scripted event or if it's just like random because i there i had seen um i don't know if you'd notice it but as you're driving along sometimes like you'll see the silhouette of something like there's sort of like a persian shaped silhouette uh on one of the stretches of road and you can see the silhouette of a goat uh sometimes when you're driving around in the mountains but never did i think i would just like (laughs) hit it (laughs) i was was driving yeah i mean yeah Yeah. that that Uh, is another that makes me wonder even more about how much uh variability and randomness there is um yeah yeah i want i want to know how many like weird random little moments are 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 hitting hidden in here uh for sure because desert golf like a lot of the joy was sort or maybe not a lot of the joy but for me one of the like great things about that game is that intrinsically it's just really fun to hit that golf ball and then when you're like oh shit a cactus like in any other game like the fact that the landscape is so boring that you're excited by a cactus is a bad sign (laughs) but in desert golfing it's like oh my god look at that fucking cactus (laughs) uh so i'm i'm glad that uh some of the some of the lifeblood of of desert golfing still lives on in uh bear the legend of bear truck trucker 
Um, Indeed. But with that, I think I think I am finally out of things to say about this game. Uh, uh, yes, I am as well. Um, so if you if that th- uh, sounded interesting to you, uh, definitely check out uh, Bear Truck Trucker. It's a uh, sorry, Legend of Bear Truck Trucker. It's uh, only four dollars, so very uh, more than worth your money. Um, so definitely check it out. Um, but with that, uh, we can talk about, uh, if you're all done, the game we're going to be playing next week. So uh, we're going to be playing a game by the name of Butterflowers uh, by each user uh, funds workings. And uh, this is the uh, longtime viewers. And when I say uh, long time, I mean our second episode. Uh, this uh, game was created by the person who co-created Trees which I believe was the second game we ever played for the podcast. Is that right? Second episode? Mm, Maybe. Second or third. Uh, so one of the first episodes very ever. Very early. Very early, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, this is a solo project by one of the the, the two people um, that made that, uh, that game. So um, it's a little uh, mysterious what this game is entails but it's described as a digital playground where you can drag and drop images from your computer to interface with the world in some way it seems like uh your plant life will grow based on images you deposit so a uh, very strange intriguing surreal sort of premise so uh should be interesting uh so if you want to hear us uh talk about uh butterflowers and or um uh, get a link to that episode uh, once it's released. You should follow us on Twitter at uh, EdgeGuardCast. Uh, that's where we um, release all the updates for the podcast, uh, links to games we play, um, contact information for creators, uh, as well as um, links to access the, the episode itself. So uh, we'd love to have you follow us at EdgeGuardCast. Um, we'd love to hear from you if you do. Uh, thoughts about the episodes um, or games you think uh, would be a nice fit for us to play. Um, you can you can find us there. So uh, butterflowers uh, for the next episode, and we will talk to you then. <laughs>